exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. WDBM East Lansing. Bringing you sports from NBA to NHL to NFL and more. But more importantly, bringing you the full rundown on MSU Spartan Sports. We cover it all. Get us on the phone at 432-3893. And now, the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Well, perhaps I have a midsummer's treat for you guys tonight. Stack show on the Spartan Sports Wrap tonight, brought to you by Impact 89 FM, alongside the reappearing John the Latino Mosquito Vargas. What's going on, Dan? I'm uh, back. The Mosquito is back. Welcome to the show, folks. Welcome to the show. This is the greatest show on radio. John Vargas, Dan Duggar here with you. Thank you wherever you may be tuning in tonight, whether it is locally through the radio dial or if you logged on to our great website, impact89fm.com, and logged on to listen live there. I appreciate it. Don't forget, all our shows are archived. That very website, podcast section, 30-plus shows. Tonight, I say stacked because I can't lie, our show is stacked tonight. Joining us as guest tonight, Desmond Ferguson, founder of the Capital City Summer Pro League right here in Lansing, has played in the NBA, and he has founded a summer league right here in Lansing. We'll speak with him and who has impressed him from Michigan State in the summer league also. Joining us from the Detroit News, his name's Eric Lacey. He's a Michigan State grad. Ironically, covers University of Michigan basketball, a little football, and a little bit of the Detroit Lions. We're going to talk with him about halfway through the hour. And all of you guys should know this guy, Drew Neitzel, joins us at the end of the show tonight. About 7.45, Michigan State guard Drew Neitzel, fresh off of his appearance with the Pan American team, will join us right here on the Spartan Sports Wrap. A trifecta of guests tonight, John. Great, just a great show. Uh, I'm glad you tuned in, and you're in for a treat. My man Dan stacked it up tonight, and uh, it's it's your treat. Uh, first of all, the treat has to be you finally coming to the show and, and working. Oh well, you know, hey, things happen, things uh, schedule conflicts, you know, and I'm glad to see you didn't hire any scab workers to replace me. But yeah, there was some schedule conflicts, some personal issues i had to take care of but i did that and uh, i'm back for this week for right now mosquito you're irreplaceable stop it i think beyonce made a song about you you're you're irreplaceable baby you just made hey, me blush. here is our phone number take this down if you would like to call us i've got some hot issues and opinions that you may not agree with tonight in regards to barry bonds yes barry bonds perhaps i'm a believer in barry 517 432 3893 is the number. The email address also, if you have any questions for any of the three guests, Desmond Ferguson, Eric Lacey of the Detroit News, and Michigan State Guard Drew Neitzel, shoot me an email at wdbmsports at gmail.com. And if it's appropriate, I'll go ahead and ask it to our guests if, if time allows. So go ahead and shoot me an email if you have any questions for Drew Neitzel or uh, Desmond Ferguson, founder of the Capital City Summer Pro League. He's been in the NBA. He's played in numerous countries overseas. He's a basketball star from right here in Lansing, and he's looking at ventures overseas as we speak. He's got some offers on the table. We'll speak with Desmond Ferguson about five minutes from now. Top story of the day has to be out of Detroit, Michigan, very near to your hometown and mine as well. Yes. Detroit City, the real D. Fred Smith, wide receiver out of southeastern Detroit. 6-2-208 runs a 4-4-40. Chooses Michigan State over... Da, 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 the University of Michigan. 
the number four player in the state in the class of 2008. Perhaps Tom Izzo was a deciding factor in his decision. As Coach Izzo said, Fred Smith, there is a spot for you on my basketball team when football season is done. The next uh, Matt Tranning, I'd say. The dual sport athlete, looks like. So, Fred Smith, close friends with Michigan State freshman guard Kalen Lucas and Charles Burrell, freshman on the football team. Key factors in his decision. Uh, this, is a, this is a four-star recruit, Fred Smith. You can't look too much into these ratings of recruits. Basically, they fluctuate up and down with the universities, colleges that are interested. Uh, you know, he could be a two- or three-star. You get interest from Michigan. He's going to rise to a four-star. But it is somewhat satisfying to see Coach D'Antonio going head-to-head with the juggernauts of the Midwest and landing players like Fred Smith. So I am proud to be a Spartan today. So thrilled that we have Fred Smith coming in and to imagine him running some routes along with the talented receiving core, the young receiving core we have. Tremendous. Football, first day of camp started today at 6 a.m. I didn't even see the break of sun this morning until about 9.30, let alone having to run drills at 6 a.m. like the football team was this morning. That's a, you know, that's tough. Anybody who's played football, has had their morning uh, summer camp practices will tell you, man, in early days they'll get to you, and it uh, looks like the Spartans were out there this morning. Hey, you want to get in touch with us, the number, 517-432-3893. The email address, wdbmsports at gmail.com. Don't forget, we got Drew Neitzel coming up at the end of the show, about 745. If you have a question for Drew, go ahead and shoot me one over the email and perhaps I'll ask that to the Spartan guard. Also, about 7.30, Eric Lacey, the Detroit News. We'll talk a little bit of Michigan football, a little bit of Detroit Lions, and the situation with the injured Drew Stanton, who's been placed on the injured reserve and won't see a lick of playing time his rookie year. Also, in about four minutes, Desmond Ferguson, founder of the Capital City Summer Pro League. This is basketball for it's a basketball league in Lansing for area college athletes like Central Michigan, um, guys from Oakland come out, Lansing Community College, Michigan State's own players go out and play. Actually had the opportunity to, to sub in this league, ironically, Look at this. on Saturday. Very interesting, very competitive. Uh, lost by four points to Isaiah Dahlman's team. The, Look, the real question was, how good were you? How did you stack? How did you measure? I held my own. Yeah, okay. Well, that's I, good. I, I'll say I kept my head above water. How about that? All right, there you go. That's all that matters. You know, you did your thing. And uh, obviously there's good competition because if Dan Duggar can't can't put his thing down that well. Hey, unfortunately, then... I was stuck guarding Isaiah Dolman oh, well, the whole game because our team only had five people on it because that's why I was five there. T- five people in the and whole two team? 20-minute running halves. So I'm in there guarding Isaiah oh, Dolman. I have a newfound respect for Isaiah Dolman, let me tell you. After he ran me for about 18-20, I have a new respect for Zeke. Had him on the show a couple weeks ago. Don't forget, you missed the show. Want to catch it? ImpactA9FM.org. Click on the podcast symbol, Spartan Sports Wrap, every Monday, 7 to 8 p.m. You want to get in touch? Hey, we're wide open all hour, except when we have our three guests, the trifecta, I'd like to say. Our number, 517-432-3893. Our email address, don't forget, questions for any of the guests. WDBM Sports at gmail.com. So Fred Smith, wide receiver, Detroit, Michigan, chooses Michigan State over U of M. 6'2", 208, wide receiver. Fast. Wants to hoop as well. 
Izzo came into this decision. When you look at it, I will say that Michigan State basketball is better than Michigan football. So, you want to play both sports? Michigan State, not a bad place to be. And you look at the talent and the depth we have, albeit we may see some early departures here in the next three to four years, Michigan State's going to be a hot spot for basketball in the next four, four, to, four to six years and beyond. Who knows? We have, I haven't seen or heard of the recruiting classes coming in beyond 09. But in just a few minutes, we're going to get Desmond Ferguson on the phone, former NBA player and founder of the Capital City Summer Pro League. He'll be on with us discussing the Summer Pro League. The playoffs actually come up next weekend. Um, you can go watch this down in Lansing off of MLK. Uh, we'll get the specific directions and details from Desmond. Uh, what he's been up to and his personal company, Moneyball Sportswear. Also, coming up in this hour, we'll talk about another trifecta, aside from our three guests we have on the show tonight. Alex Rodriguez, Barry Bonds, and Tom Glavin, all with record-setting feats this weekend. We'll talk about, it. have we seen a larger record-setting weekend in our young, what, 23 and 21 years of age here? It's true. We'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about Hey, we'll, we'll discuss. Also, football practice began today. We'll talk about what star receivers were not practicing and, but before we even get into that, first of all, I'd like to welcome into Mr. Desmond Ferguson in the Spartan Sports Tribe. What's up, Des? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Hey, I'm great, man. First of all, I know you're busy. You got the fin- the playoffs coming up this weekend in the Summer League. Thanks for your time, man. Oh, thank you for having me. First of all, man, just a little bit about the Summer League. Uh, where's where's it located? And uh, look, talk a little bit about the playoffs coming up this weekend. Uh, yeah, the Capital City Summer Pro League, uh, College and Men's Professional Basketball League. We play over at the Hill Center uh, on Wise Road, uh, formerly Harry Hill. We play every Saturday and Sunday. But this weekend coming up is the last weekend. We have the playoffs on Saturday, and we have the Final Four and the championship on Sunday. You're the defending champ, Des, so obviously you're going out to get that crown and, and, and repeat as champs, I'm taking it. Oh, yeah, you know, we're trying to do like the 89-90 bad boys, you know, pitching to come back and, and, and repeat. It's, it's not going to be easy, but uh, we, we're trying to do it uh, like we have the, the one seed in the playoffs. So we play the first game Saturday at three o'clock. We play the white team, which is the eight seed, and then uh, at four fifteen, you have the green team, which consists of quite a few Michigan State guys. I think it's the Royal Blue team. That's four fifteen, and then five thirty, you have uh, the baby blue team, which end up being the number two seed, playing against the orange team, which is the seven seed, and then uh, the last game on Saturday at six forty-five, you have a uh, black team, which is the three seed, playing against the six seed, a purple. Des Ferguson joining us tonight on the Spartan Sports Wrap. Des, uh, you played against and with a lot of these Michigan State players in the summer league. What players have you been impressed with? Really, really, I've been uh, impressed with the with the with the incoming guys. You know, obviously the, the guys that are coming back, you know, sophomore juniors. Uh, I've definitely seen them play with them for a while. But you know, Chris Allen, he's he's been really impressive. He's probably impressed me the most because I didn't hear a lot about him uh, coming into the summer. But he, he's impressed me. Uh, the real summers look good. Caden Lucas, when he comes, it look good. So all, all the guys are looking good. I think uh, Michigan State definitely has a good incoming freshman uh, class coming in. As for you, Des, what, what are your career plans? We know last year you played in the CBA, averaged 20 points a game. You've played in the NBA. What's up with your career, man? Uh, I'm looking to go overseas this year. i got some things on the table, uh, possibly in Turkey or China. But, uh, you know, right now I'm just going back and forth with my agent, trying to you know get a, get a deal going on. But uh, I definitely plan on going overseas this year. You know, that could be anytime soon or that could be, you know, September, October is what 
definitely are going to go overseas and, and play over there this year. You have played, you've played overseas before. What's that experience like? Is it difficult adjusting, or is it simply just playing the game of basketball? Yeah, I mean, basketball is so universal now. You know, it, it, it's easy to adjust from a basketball standpoint, but, but the rules are a little different. You know, they, the referees call the game a little different, but the main thing is just, uh, you know, living and, you know, the whole experience of adjusting to the, you know, different different language, uh, different food and stuff like that. So it's definitely a different experience, but it's always good when you can experience a different way of life and, you know, experience a different culture and learn some things. All right, you started your own sportswear company. Obviously, we're a nonprofit station. We can't endorse people, tell people to go buy it. Uh, but tell us a little about how you started Moneyball Sportswear. Well, it's actually, it's actually something that I wanted to start. start. I was fortunate enough to go overseas, and uh, I was playing overseas. I met some manufacturers that can do some things that I like. And uh, we specialize in doing uh, athletic, uh, athletic apparel, basically basketball uniforms, custom-made uniforms for high school teams, colleges, AAU teams. And like I said, I was basically just able to meet some people that could uh, manufacture things we uh, I wanted to get done and, you know, just went on from there. And it's been going on five years. But for, for more information on that, you can check out our website, www.moneyballsportswear.com. All right, Des, give me your projections for this weekend and the last weekend of the Capital City Summer Pro League. You guys going to repeat or what? Uh, no, no doubt about it. You know, we definitely bring them back to back. You can see us cutting down the nets. Not really, you know, we'll cut down on nets. <laughs> You can see us. You can see us winning again. Uh, but it's, it's not going to be like I said. Uh, we really expecting all all the rosters before. So the green team is strong when their whole team come. Uh, World blue team is strong. They got a lot of Central Mission guys when they come. Uh, the baby blue team they end up number two seed, so they're strong. I mean, I, I, any one of one of five or six teams can win it. You know, all the guys show up, so it's going to be interesting. But I definitely plan on our guys uh, pulling it out. Hey, Des, I know you're a busy guy. Thanks for your time. Desmond Ferguson, Capital City Summer Pro League founder and former NBA player. Thanks, Des. Thanks for having me. That was Desmond Ferguson. Great interview. Thanks to Des. I know he's a busy man scheduling all this. Uh, his sportswear, Moneyball Sportswear, closed the entire league, all the jersey and stuff. Um, can't, can't say to go buy it, but his website and more information can be found at Moneyball Sportswear. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk about the trifecta that happened this weekend. Alex Rodriguez, Barry Bonds, and Tom Glavin, which was most impressive and why. You're listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact 89 FM. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime. where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Sunday nights, check out Sit or Spin from 8 to 10 p.m., where you can voice your opinion on what new music we play here on the Impact. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Not only are the phone lines open, but the email inbox is open as well. Want to drop a line? Want to ask a question to one of our upcoming guests this hour, Eric Lacey of the Detroit News, and your Michigan State guard, Drew Neitzel, joins us at the end of the hour, about 745 
Go ahead, shoot me an email, wdbmsports at gmail.com is the email address there. Just joined us a moment ago was Desmond Ferguson. You Lansing locals know Des, played at the University of Detroit. Numerous appearances in the NBA, and he played last year in the CBA averaging 20 points per game. He's obviously the founder of the Capital City Summer Pro League. You missed the interview, great guy. Uh, go to WD, pardon me, impact89fm.com podcast. They'll post, they're posted about a week from the show, the show air date. So check out that. 30 plus shows. You just hours and hours of the mosquito. You can sit there all day. Well, As I mumble over my words here. Nah, Dan Duggar's the one that started the show. I'm just a sidekick, man. You, you, you may not be around for too much longer. Is this what I'm hearing, brother? Uh, is, is that a rumor going around? It might be. I don't know. We'll have to find out and see. You got to wait and see how it all stacks up. Yeah, I got schedule conflicts, schedule conflicts again. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take care of business when that comes down. You know, maybe contract negotiations may have to come into play. Maybe we'll have to do some collective bargaining. Well, the Tigers need anything to bargain for a win. They're down 1-0 to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. They need the, the MLB version in, of Tim Dunning. In, 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 <laughs> in the first inning at Comerica Park, Tigers, losers of five straight. And Verlander's on the hill, right? Verlander on the rubber, as they say. Wow, that's, that's interesting. So, zero outs. No, pardon me, middle of the first now. Tampa Bay with a 1-0 lead. Barry Bonds and the San Francisco Giants play at 10.15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. The chase continues for Barry to be the sole record holder. Asterisk or not, we'll discuss momentarily. But first, Alex Rodriguez hits his 500th home run at such a young age. Are you impressed, and will A-Rod be the next to hold the home run record of all time? I believe so. I mean, if you look at him, he's only... Like you just said, thirty-two, five hundred. That's a, you know, mathematically, that's pretty good. Um, five hundred is a lot of uh, a lot of players don't even get five hundred for their career, and this guy is basically just in his prime, and he's already at five hundred. So it is conceivable, and it is probable that he will get uh, whatever he will pass whatever Bonds's uh, final home run ball will be. I mean, I think this is this will be Bonds last year. Uh, albeit, he gets, so. he, albeit he gets the record in seven fifty six, you know how how much how many more home runs can he hit? I'm saying like seven sixty three, seven sixty five. Yeah, and you know and, the pressure's probably you know we people, you probably hear it, but the pressure we we don't understand what that pressure's like. And you've seen was was it between his last home run and the one before? Was it like two weeks, three weeks between uh, home run balls? I mean, it, it's really getting to him and. Uh, yeah, Barry Bonds looks like he's uh, you know, he's getting older, and he looks like it's about time for him to call it quits. Absolutely, Alex Rodriguez, twenty, thirty-two years old. You th- you would think he's got about ten years, at least about ten years left in him. He he's healthy, uh, you know. Allegations of steroids come up with, but where don't they come up with a successful athlete nowadays? Especially in baseball. But you think he's got ten years left? If he hits at least twenty to thirty home runs, he's going to easily crush the record. Right. So, 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 in all estimation, a healthy Alex Rodriguez breaks this record in the next decade. Mm-hmm. And and I could say Alex Rodriguez may have a few stellar seasons in him, like fifty home run, fifty home run plus seasons. Which could he's be on this pace year. this year to do that. And 
Here's one for you. Who would you rather have hold that record, A-Rod or Barry Bonds? Oh, A-Rod, no doubt. I mean, before Barry Bonds, um, before these allegations came up, you know, Barry Bonds, I liked him. He wasn't my favorite player, but I did like him. But after all this stuff came up about, you know, especially when the leaked uh, grand jury testimony came out, it was pretty hard for me to to look at Barry Bonds the same way, even though... In hindsight, I should have I should have noticed something because you know steroid use you know bigger head bigger this bigger that you know the drill or smaller this smaller that well 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 you know we're gonna keep it PG for the kids man PG for the kids but yeah so I, in hindsight uh, you know I think that Barry Bonds it, it, you know it, it even though he did take steroids it's still, he never tested positive for all right, steroids. All right, all right, I'm just saying what the rest of the world wants to say. You know, I'm saying what the, the haters. That's libel. They're libel. gonna they're gonna cancel my show now. I'm sorry. Well, who knows? He how said long he, I'll be he said he's never knowingly taken steroids. But didn't he? Didn't his? Okay. Well, why is his trainer? I believe it's his trainer. Hey, let's see if our let's see if our audience, the three listening, have anything to say on this. <laughs> Let me give them our number: five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. Also. Shy, want to shoot us an email? Go ahead. WDBMSports at gmail.com. Is Barry Bonds your home run record holder? Would you rather have Alex Rodriguez break it in the next decade? Or someone totally new, Ryan Howard's Prince Fielder, all 23 years of him? Who would you see hold it? Who would be your perfect home run record holder? Let us know at WDBMSports at gmail.com or simply give us a call. 517-432-3893. But I can tell there's going to be people that, at the same at the same breath, that don't want to see a Rod hit it, and mostly because of money. As we all know, Alex Rodriguez is, I believe, he's the highest paid athlete 20, in sports. Twenty five million a year. Yeah, and uh, he over twenty five. He million. changed sports uh, with that contract, and um, it's going to be interesting to see, especially this off season when he can opt out. Yeah, what his well, he will opt. He's out. He's going to go for thirty million. Yeah, and what team's going to pay that? Um, realistically, the only team I see paying that is New York. Um, but anyway, it's going to be, there's a lot of people who don't like A-Rod because of that figure, because of that bank. And, uh, okay, how many people out there in their right minds, regardless of occupation, w- would simply take that? If, if you're that good and, and you can oh, make that would, money, a smart t- business move, you're going to make that. As, as people say, you know, what are you going to do with all that money? Oh, I'm sure you can really find something to do with that yeah, money. He, yeah, I mean, there's no, he's not going to have problems finding things to do with it unless he's Mike Tyson and he goes nuts and he starts spending this lavishly. But I don't see that with A-Rod. He seems down, down to earth level headed. But my point is there is a lot of fans that don't like A-Rod because of that contract. Oh, absolutely. But as of today, Barry Bonds is tied for the home run lead. So, we have two callers. First one, I got Jason on line one. Jason, welcome to the program. Hey, Dan, this is Jason from Lexington. Just wanted to call and say hi. Hey, what's going on, man? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Hey, just wanted to get your guys' opinion on something. This whole Barry Bonds thing. Yeah, maybe he took steroids, maybe he didn't. I agree with you, Dan. Um, He's not uh, guilty until proven guilty. Now, the question I have for you guys is, do you think this would be any different if he was a little bit more uh, media-friendly? Oh, absolutely. No no question about it. I believe so. Uh, you know, there, that's the big thing with Barry Bonds. He's not media-friendly. And from what I can tell, he's not a fan-friendly guy. And so that, does, that has to play a, a, a psyche with the public, I'd imagine. 
I mean, if if he was kind, it, it would be a different story. If he could play things off, like cooperate with the media and not be so much of a jerk, then maybe some the majority of Americans would believe him. Yeah, I mean, look at Mark McGuire. There were some uh, some rumors about him and steroid use, but the public pretty much forgot about it. They pretty much left that alone. Hey, Jason, thanks for your call. We appreciate your support of the Spartan Sports Rep. Take care, guys. Line three, Rob on Barry Bonds. What's up? Well, I'd say that uh, a good candidate to, to be a home run uh, class act guy would be Albert Pujols. Uh, you know, he is not really a steroid uh, rumors out there, as well as the fact that uh, off the field he doesn't bring a lot of baggage like uh, A-Rod does to some extent, and certainly A-Rod has that mercenary reputation with some of the contract figures he's got out there, too. So Pujols would be nice to see him take that record sometime. Do you think Pujols has the ability to get that record? Yeah, I do, because he started, uh, came to the bigs at, what, 22 years old? He's averaging about 40 a year. Uh, big guy, first base, uh, durable, playing 150, 160 games, hasn't had any problems with injuries. Uh, I, I think he's got a shot. Well, what young guys do you think are legitimate? You know, this is very early, but do you think Prince Fielder's the type of guy that one day he could stay healthy enough to get it? The only thing with Fielder, what is he, 21 or 22, he's awfully big, and of course his dad uh, ran into some, uh, to put it nicely, weight problems later in his career. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, not to mention gambling done. problems. You know, his dad was done oh. much at, what, 37 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do believe Rob brings up a good point. Albert Pujols, a lot of people have forgotten, even me. Um, Rob did mention bring it up, so I can't take credit for it. But yeah, Albert Pujols would be a, uh, a you know, if A Rod wasn't where he was at now, I could see uh, Albert Pujols being uh, considered the next home run king. So yeah, that's a good point by Rob. Albert Pujols, age twenty seven, five years younger than A Rod, two hundred and seventy four home runs. So. 500 home runs is a long ways to go, but I, I can't I can't disagree with you. I think Pools is a great, legit candidate. Thanks, Rob, for your call. All right, thank you. Take care. Hey, all your calls, 517-432-3893. We appreciate your support of the Spartan Sports Wrap. Is Barry Bonds your home run record holder? Keep those lines hot, baby. Getting me all excited here in the basement tonight. Coming up in a few minutes, it'll be Eric Lacey, Detroit News, joining us. If you have any questions for him, Feel free to email me at wdbmsports at gmail.com. Also, Michigan State guard Drew Neitzel joins us at the end of the program, about 745. He'll join us. If you have a question for Drew, go ahead and send that along to the email inbox as well, wdbmsports at gmail.com. When we get back from this quick break, we will talk a little bit more about Barry Bonds, Tom Glavin, and A-Rod Alex Rodriguez. You're listening to Spartan Sports Wrap on MSU Student Radio. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. For some high school students, school can be a dangerous place. A lot of gamers look at you as a game member, too. For some, just being in school can be a struggle. I wouldn't go to school. I didn't care about what my mom said. My mom would tell me, like, what are you doing for yourself? You're not doing nothing. But despite all the obstacles, inside every high school student is a graduate. People look down on you if you don't have a diploma. I want to graduate because they say I won't. Go to BoostUp.org and find out how you can help a friend, a son, a daughter finish high school. BoostUp.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, the Impact's progressive torch and twang brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music. Only on Impact Primetime. 
You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Exposure. More importantly, you're tuned in to Spartan Sports Wrap right here on Impact 89 FM. If you have a comment, question, ridicule, anything, send it my way. 517-432-3893. Also, coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to have Eric Lacey, Detroit News. Currently at the Detroit Tigers game, but so kind to join us as a guest. He's a columnist, writes for the Detroit News, covering Michigan basketball and a little bit of everything else, a little bit of Michigan football, a little bit of the Detroit Lions, and at times, a little bit feature articles on Michigan State as well. He's a Michigan State alum. State News, former State News For, Former State News. You know, I'm not I'm not big on, on people that work for the State News or viewpoints or articles written. Or, I think we went but, a half-hour segment on that one day. But at, you know, at the end of the day, Eric Lacey, Michigan State grad, doing big things in the field of journalism. You, you can't hate. I cannot be a hater. There you go, Dan. You never know. But so we've got Glavin, we've got Glavin, Tom Glavin, by the way, won his 300th game as a pitcher. Very impressive, to me at least. No, that, that's impressive to everybody. Tam, Tom Glavin is a class act, and as far as I'm concerned, I always remember him, especially in Atlanta with uh, Greg Maddox, oh, Smoltz, and that's Tom tri- there's, Glavin. A, there's a trifecta for you. That, that may be one of the best three pitching Three starting pitchers I've seen in a rotation in my lifetime. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it, it, the only problem with them, it was a shame that they couldn't win. I think they only won one World Series. But they were there. They were always in contention. But they were so consistent in, in the, the consecutive years. Oh, they, they won the pennant, and they, and they, made, it, they, and they made it to the playoffs. So that's just astonishing in baseball because of the, of the free volume agency. of team they allow. You yeah. know, they, they only allow so many teams. It's not like the NBA. No. But, no, where yeah, no, and in the National League, albeit where the bat, you know, the uh, pitchers got a bat. So yeah, Tom Glavin, uh, congratulations, and uh, that's basically guaranteed him a spot in the Cooperstown. Oh, thing. absolutely, it's just astonishing. Three hundred wins as a pitcher, so many things can go wrong. Uh, you're, you got Injuries. the rotator cuff, you got the labrum. You, you get John. old, you get tired. You know, you could get thrown to the bullpen, and then your chances for getting wins are slim. And he didn't. He, as far as I can remember, he never went to the bullpen like Smoltz did. Smoltz uh, did go, I believe, went starting pitcher, bullpen pitcher, and closer for the time being. Uh, Greg Maddox uh, was always a starting pitcher, but Tom Glavin, uh, congratulations. Let's put these in perspective here: five five hundred home runs at age thirty two, seven hundred fifty five home runs in your career, and three hundred wins as a pitcher. Most impressive to you, Mosquito. Well, the most impressive, uh, I would have to say, is the 500 home runs at 32. I mean, that that is just a feat that I didn't think would happen, especially with the guy still being in his prime. Usually when you get that 500th home run, you're at the end of the career. Um, you know, players like Eddie Murray, uh, Jose, did Jose Canseco ever get 500? I don't think so. He might have. We will find out shortly. Keep going. Uh, but player, great player, Tony Gwynn. I don't know if he got 500, but he was a great hitter. But my point is, when you usually get 500, you're at the end of your career. A-Rod is just starting his career. And with the cloud of suspicion on Barry Bonds, hey, that's going to be a record that's going to be up for maybe 10 years. It's going to be great for him. But uh, And uh, Tom Glavin, it seems like, what is he the 25th, 20-some? 
20 something uh, pitcher that's gotten 300. So that, I mean, that's another feat in itself. So if I had to rank them, I guess I would put A-Rod first, Glavin second, then Bonds, even though historically you could say the home run, the most that, that's, home run. That's the single most valuable record in all of American sports. But there's so much clout surrounded it that for me, it, it really has taken some luster away from what it, what it should be. I mean, A-Rod's name, honestly. A-Rod's name is now coming up. A-Rod's name's coming up in the steroid allegation, so there's clout around A-Rod in, in his 500 home runs. By the way, Jose Canseco, 462 career home runs. What a loser. Not quite there. But he did change the game by writing that book, so. Change the game. Perhaps stack his pockets No, nah, but he and, and just rat on people. No, nah, he changed. Stop snitching. Yeah, but he got it out to the media, and that's where, hey, if it wasn't for that book, maybe this still, maybe, you know, we wouldn't know about this. But, no, he he brought light to, but the, historically, baseball's always had those, you know, those little qu- quick ways, ins and outs. But when he wrote that book, he called out players. At the time, people were saying, hey, man, you're crazy. Sammy Sosa, uh, Mark McGuire, uh, Palmero, and I don't think he called out Bonds. But my point yeah, how, is, how silly did Palmero look? Hey, he did after, not take after steroids. After he denies at the con- with Congress and then subsequently test positive for the juice. Uh, I haven't heard from him. I, I, is it, someone ought to check. I think you might have to Wikipedia and make sure he's still alive because he looked real bad there. I mean, that was a that yeah. was, he basically gave himself up there. Define hypocrite. See Rafael Palmero. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, but but the th- of these three players, Alex Rodriguez, Barry Bonds, and Tom Glavin, who is the best player right now? Best player right now, like I just said, A-Rod's in his prime. A-Rod's the best player right now? Out of these three? Best career, so has had the oh, best career best so far. Best uh, Wow, you you really have to put Bonds. It's, I mean, with all his MVPs and everything he did in Pittsburgh before he went to San Fran. I mean, he was he was always a good player, don't get me wrong. But like I said before, that clout, that suspicion has really hurt and tainted this record for me. So this record has an asterisk next next to it. Uh, if you want to say an asterisk, um, you know, I'll have to, as you know, after he breaks breaks the record, I'll have to recognize him as the all time home run king. But uh, you know, serious, you know, can I really look at it and say that's a legit record? I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you what it is. it is a legit record until Barry Bonds tests positive for steroids or the Major League Baseball discloses that there was actually positive tests that they withheld. Because I believe for a certain time, the testing for steroids was done by Major League Baseball. So they could withhold the information if if they saw fit that it would hurt their league in a monetary way. You think about it, though. Baseball's coming off a series where they've had strikes, and they need something to, to get the game going. And boy, did McGuire Sosa, and then subsequently Bonds a couple of years later, really get the life and the fire back in baseball. And maybe a few drug, positive drug tests were overlooked and some harsh warnings undercover, you know, given to those players who did test positive. But if Major League Baseball is the governing body over these tests, they're going to pick and choose who they put on the public whipping pedestal. Do you, you, you get me? Yeah, I get you. I understand you completely. Like you said, they're in charge of the tests. They're the I don't one- know if they are now, but... but, bat, but in history, they they have been. Yeah, and you know, and like you said, baseball has a monetary gain or loss it, depending on what happens with its star players. Um, but 
you know, this isn't something new for sports, as we found out, especially with the basketball scandal. You know, things happen. Play, you know, not everything's uh, fair in the, in the game. So, you know, really, if you look at it, what game is um, would you say, Dan, is uh, maybe the favorite in in the nation's eye right now with the with the scandals? What what league is the most pure? Maybe the most pure, or the most popular. I mean, the NFL, I think, but then you got the Vic scandal. There's but but Vic, that Vic scandal is such an isolated incident. That is one can that is one cancer cell. You could say just take and just remove that, and you still have a quality league. That's true. The most popular professional league in the world. Right. You know, as far as finances go as well. Right. But t- to be honest, the major leagues in the United States right now are, re- are really struggling. Right. And, and they're all kind of thanking each other that they can all, sh- you know, share, share, share this black eye. <laughs> together. This, co- this collective blunder to themselves. I mean, you got hockey that's, ba- you know, basically people forget Get about it. Get out of here. Hockey is, is on its way down to the realms of boxing. I've heard they're in they're in talks with ESPN to get back on on the four letter word station. What four letter word? ESPN. What they're in talks hockey? To, hockey from to get they're in negotiations for a new contract on ESPN. Hey man, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there is. I'd rather watch the World Series of Poker reruns. Oh no, man, they gotta stop that, man. That gets enough after a while. You only you can only stand seeing the same guy win so much so many times. Phil Ivey, one of my oh, personal God. favorite poker players. I'm Phil Ivey. But, but, ho- I like hockey's... watching Helmuth when he gets mad. Hockey is, I'm hoping hockey has a resurgence here. You, you, you gotta be honest. Hockey's, hockey's been on its way down for a little while now. Yeah, I mean, no, I have, I hope it does too. I don't hope, I, you know. I but, but hockey's the purest league in my opinion right now. As of right now, it As has of right to now, be. hockey, I mean, we've got Major League Baseball on steroids. We've got Vic in the NFL. We've got the, the whistle crisis in the NBA. I mean, honestly, it is right now, and it's hard. It would that would be a hard sport to see manipulated as far as a, a scandal or anything of that sort. But it could happen. It could happen. But I did the other night. I did watch some amateur boxing on FSN, and I and I had to say, I, I it was entertaining to me. Bo- boxing, it was entertaining to me, po- po- probably because it was amateur and they weren't as good, so there were more punches landed, a good and more, fight, and more whippings given out. You'd have to see a good fight. A good fight. There's nothing like a good fight. I don't think there's a lot of people who say UFC, mixed martial arts, this and that. If, if to be honest, if if those guys Fought could like could gold. if those guys could box, they would because the money in boxing is exponentially greater than the money in UFC. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, look, I mean, just ask Oscar De La Hoya how many millions he made for his last fight. Oh yeah. Well, historically, boxing was a. It used to be boxing. Horse racing and uh, baseball were the historically, especially like in the 20s, 30s, and 40s, were the big sports in America. And um, those two of those sports have fallen, fallen uh, on the wayside. But you know, if there's a good boxing match and you see a good boxing match, there's nothing like it. The sweet science, as they call it. What's the last good boxing match you've watched in person or on television or HBO, whatever? The last good boxing match I watched. You don't even tell me that the De La Hoya fight was. No, no, that was pathetic. The De La Hoya fight wasn't. Um, as I thought, as far as a good match. Now everybody's got different um, characteristics. Of good, but I thought the last good match I watched was not last weekend, but the weekend before was Vernon Forrest and Carlos Baldemir. It was on HBO. That was a good fight. I thought it was a good fight. Um, a lot of people said. A lot of the writers agreed with me and said it was a good fight. Um, but, yeah, that was the last good fight I saw. 
Speaking of seeing, not being seen at practice today were wide receivers TJ Williams and Terry Love. Both with off the field issues. So no TJ, no T Love for Michigan State football as of today. Tomorrow is official media day for Spartan football. I will be there. It starts at like eight in the morning. So I'll be there covering media day tomorrow. So next week we will have the official football preview for you. The whole ten yards, folks. The whole ten yards. There you not go. just nine. The whole 10 yards next week. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to try to get back in touch with Eric Lacey. But don't forget, coming up soon, Drew Neitzel, Michigan State basketball, joins us and discusses his Pan Am experience in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. You're listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact 89FM. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Attention shoppers, if anyone is missing a rather plump set of love handles, please come to the customer service counter and claim them. The ample love handles were lost in the produce department where their former owner had purchased fruits and veggies to munch on during the big game. Thank you and have a good day. Small step number 81, snack on fruits and veggies. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to get healthy. Learn more at www.smallstep.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Saturday nights from 8 p.m. until 2 a.m., tune into the cultural vibe to hear the best in both local and national hip-hop, plus live mixing on the ones and twos. Only on Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Exposure. More importantly, you're tuned into the Spartan Sports Ramp, where we try to always keep things above average. Alongside John, the Latino Mosquito Vargas. I'm yours, Dan Duggar. The number, 517-432-3893. The email inbox, wide open. Still waiting for that first one, I will be honest. We have Drew Neitzel coming on. If you have a question that you'd like me to ask him, Go ahead and email me, wdbmsports at gmail.com. The sooner the better. Absolutely. Hey, you want to get your voice heard? Perhaps I'll read it. I just, It just might be your lucky night. Barry Bonds goes for the sole record, 10.15 p.m. ESPN2. Tigers, we're down early. I'm going to check that score for you in a moment. The Tigers losing five straight. You know every uh, baseball team, every sports team in the you know in the midst of the season is going to have a losing streak, and to this point the Tigers have been relatively smooth as far as consistency. And this is that part of the season where their things you know the bats aren't going, the pitches aren't going in the right spots, and you know they're getting beat up uh, by teams they shouldn't get beat up by. Scoreboard bottom of two, Detroit one, Tampa Bay one. That's down at Comerica Park. But I do believe their next couple games, uh, I heard their, like their next eight or their next ten are against losing teams like Tampa. I believe Kansas City is another game. So this is, a, this is a key stretch, especially at home, where they can turn their season around. You want to join us for a few moments? We're going to get Drew Neitzel on the program here in the next couple minutes. 432-3893, but I'd rather have you email as our engineer, JS, is getting Drew Neitzel on the line with us. Gmail. WDBM Sports at gmail.com. If you got a question for our upcoming guest, Drew Knights will join us in a few minutes. But quickly, the Lions, Drew Stanton, 
injured. He'll be on the injured reserve for a year. I don't think this is going to make his career a blunder or a disaster. Not the way you want to start. You want to be able to get those reps in practice and those reps in the preseason. But at the same time, Drew Stanton is a smart guy. He is going to be studying that playbook, learning the offense. And this is not going to be a career killer. It's it's not helpful, but at the same time, Drew Stanton's not one of those guys that's just going to quit because he's got a, a slight injury to his knee. Honestly, I didn't think Stanton was going to play this year. Oh, I, no. I didn't care whether the Lions went 0-16, which they have a possibility because they are the Lions. But I'm just saying, I didn't think... I, I had a lot of people, especially around here, the Spartan Nation was telling me, you know, Drew Stanton, he might play at the end. I was like, guys, it ain't happening. It's not going to happen. John Kitna, you know, if John Kitna has... Uh, a line, a front line, an offensive line. He will be steady enough. But the future is obviously with uh, Drew Stanton in the Lions organization. If I'm Drew Stanton, I'm just thrilled that Calvin Johnson is signed. I mean, it's not like he wasn't going to sign. It was just a matter of when and how much money. Uh, but he's just a specimen. 4-3 speed, great. It's going to be a great receiver. He will not be a bust. But Drew Stanton will be a hell of a great receiver in Calvin Johnson. I, I guarantee Calvin Johnson is not a bust. That, I mean, not only Calvin Johnson, think about Roy Williams, Mike Furry. I mean, Mike Furry led the NFC in catches, I believe, in 98 last year. So that's going to be an an exciting offense to watch. Their defense is going to be the problem. What a, what a story of character and perseverance for Furry. Yeah. Former walk-on. Joining us now to discuss a little bit of the lines, a little bit of everything, Eric Lacey joins us on the Spartan Sports Rep. Eric, what's going on? Hey, what's up? Uh, thanks for having me on. I Michigan State grad. I grew up in Lansing. Met my wife there. Worked at the State News and uh, buddies with uh, Impact alum uh, Mike Valeni. So uh, it's cool to have me on, to, for you guys to have me on. Hey, I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy man. First of all, you've been covering Lions camp. Your impressions on Calvin Johnson and the Lions? You know, I, I kind of filled in for my colleague Mike O'Hara, who's been covering the team for 30 years. So I was there a couple times last week. Uh, I don't want to go into who looked good or who didn't look good because right now, you know, in a month from now, it's probably not going to matter. But I'll say that there is more of a sense of professionalism than in years past. That's what everyone keeps saying. Uh, to my knowledge, there hasn't been any fights or fines. And talking with people that have covered this team extensively for several years, they said uh, last year was pretty much chaos. There was three fights in the first four days. So uh, I think that's a good sign. Um Guys are showing up in shape for the most part, uh, and uh, guys are guys who are injured are really working hard to uh, get back in the shape. Uh, a guy like Kevin Jones, I I was out there uh, end of last week, and he was doing mobility drills. He was cutting, he was sprinting. Uh, they had this rope tied to him, and a guy pulling him from behind, and he didn't seem to have any problem with the resistance. So. Everybody seems to be working hard, and uh, there seems to be a really really attention to detail. And a lot of people kind of heard that and heard that drum beating the same last year. But I think for the most part, and I mean, I'm not the regular beat guy by any means. I've only been there a couple times, but talking with Marinelli, it just seems that they have football guys. And what I mean by that is guys that just love the game, guys that love improving. Uh, and I heard you guys mention Mike Furry, and that's a guy that, you know, he runs about as precise of routes as anyone on the team. He doesn't screw around when the coaches aren't looking. Uh, you know, he's the epitome of what the kind of guy Marinelli wants. I mean, I don't want to sound like too much of like a lion slappy, but there are, are a lot of positives. 
there are a lot of positives. I mean, there's skepticism always with the Lions, and, you know, people are going to say, don't tell me, show me. But the fact that there's a sense of professionalism that wasn't there at times last year, I think all in all means a lot. It means more in a lot of ways than who's doing well and who's not doing well in training camp. Hey, don't mean to cut you short, but we got Drew Neitzel waiting for us on one. Hey, Eric Lacey, Detroit News, thank you so much for your time. Eric's going to be a regular contributor on this program. So, Eric, it's been the initial invite, and I'm glad you joined us. Thanks for your insight to the Detroit Lions. Anytime. Talk to Drew about how he's worked hard on his game. I talked to him, and he's really making a lot of progress. Hey, Eric Lacey, Detroit News, thanks so much. Thank you. Drew Neitzel, Michigan State guard, fresh off his Pan Am experience. What is up, Drew Neitzel? Dan, what's going on, man? Hey, thanks for waiting, man. We had a little scheduling conflict. Appreciate your time. Know you're a busy man. Hey, not a problem. So, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, played the most minutes on your team. What was the whole experience like playing for Team USA? Oh, man, it was uh, it was a great experience, man. And uh, it goes all the way back to the tryouts. I mean, that was the first time... Uh, in a long time since I was a little kid, I think I had to try out for a team. So, you know, I had a lot of butterflies there for a few days, but uh, it made it made the whole experience uh, a little bit more enjoyable. Uh, you played the most minutes, like I just said. Did that did that phase you at all, or, or did your experience last year playing the second most minutes in the Big Ten really just prepare you for this all? Yeah, man, that wasn't uh, that wasn't a big deal at all. You know, I love I love being on the floor and uh, and playing. You know, that's why you go down there. So. And, you know, I'm used to it. I played a lot of minutes, like you said, last season. So, um, you know, it wasn't too bad. I mean, we did play five games in five days. So, you know, it was a grind for everybody. But, uh, you know, overall, it was, it was a good time. Um, you played with DJ White of Indiana. Was he the most impressive teammate that you had on that USA Pan Am team? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, he definitely was our go-to guy, uh, especially on the inside. You know, he averaged, I think, 16 points and... Eight or nine rebounds. He led our team in both those categories. So, um, you know, he he played he played great for us. So, um, not really looking forward to playing against them uh, this year. You guys are obviously, in my opinion, the favorites heading into Big Ten play next year. Uh, what what do you have to do as a captain? We know you proved yourself as a scorer and an all around player, even a defender last year. What does Drew Neitzel have to work on in his game? You know, just just staying consistent. You know, I think uh, you know I showed I could score last year and. You know, teams are going to run different guys at me, run different schemes to, to try to slow me down. And, um, you know, as a senior captain and leader, I can't let that happen. And, um, you know, uh, being through all the wars throughout the Big Ten and, and my three years already, uh, i gotta, I got to help the young guys out. Uh, you know, they're going to get some playing time this year, and we're going to need their help um, to contribute. So I'm going to have to, you know, help them along and, and help them advance as, as quick as possible. We know the look of this team is going to be a little different. Are we really going to see a team that is just going to be flying up and down the floor? I think so, man. I mean, that's what uh, that's what coaches uh, keeps on talking about, and um, you know, I think it's going to be back to the way we played uh, my freshman year back in 2005 when we went to, when we went to the Final Four. You know, we were just uh, you know in teams' face defensively, you know, getting rebounds and then just just pushing the ball up the court and, and just wearing teams down and. You know, we're going to go 10-11 deep this year, so uh, I think we're capable of doing that. All right, here's a hypothetical for you, Drew. If you're a defender guarding Drew Neitzel, what are you most scared of? <laughs> uh, if somebody's guarding me? Yeah, if someone's guarding Are you afraid of the, the, the coming off the curl three? Are you afraid of going to the bucket with a floater, switching hands? What is it? 
I don't know, man. You know, as a player, you know, I just I want to make the, the defender fear, you know, everything, you know. Just keep them on their heels, not knowing if I'm going to shoot it, you know, create for one of my teammates, penetrate. You know, I just want to keep them guessing. So, um, you know, I want to be able to want to be able to play all aspects of the game. Hey, Drew, I know you're a busy man, so I'm going to let you go. I know you've had a busy day. Thanks for your time, D-Knight. Drew Knightzel on the show tonight. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> all right, thanks a lot, David. Drew Neitzel, Michigan State basketball, jo- joining us briefly there. What what a back-to-back uh, just bombardment of guests. When you got Drew Neitzel on line one, you really can't make him wait. You know, I'm not going to be a slappy, but, you know, he agreed to come on the show. I'm not going to sit here and have him on hold. So, you know, we gave Eric Lacy his time. We're, Eric Lacy's going to be back with us on regular, on regularity. Detroit News Detroit News reporter, pardon me, not a columnist, covers Michigan basketball, covered the Detroit Lions a bit, but he'll be joining us regularly right here on the Spartans Fortress. That's the show you're tuned in now. If you don't know, get familiar. Now you you want to drop a line, wdbmsports at gmail.com. The last six minutes are wide open. I am for Barry Bonds. He is my home run record holder. You want to disagree, argue, bring it on. <laughs> 517-432-3893. Barry Bonds, his gold gloves, eight of them. His seven MVPs. His first came in 1990, folks. Pittsburgh Pirates. Way before talk of steroids arose. He was a great player before he... And in 92, he won the MVP again, folks. He was good before the steroid allegations arose. Steroids don't necessarily make you have... Extreme bat speed and hand-eye coordination. Right. That ball's still hard to hit. And just because you're big and strong doesn't mean you can hit home runs. Mm. It takes skill, and for that, Barry Bonds is my record holder until he is proven or admits to using steroids. All I got to say is that guy sitting in the jail cell, whether it's his trainer or whoever it is, uh, if that guy ever decides to talk... Uh, Barry, bon- Barry Bonds will have the whole country against him, even San Fran, I believe. Barry Bonds goes for the sole holding of this record, 10.15 p.m. on ESPN2. Does he get it in front of his home crowd? Tonight, who's pitching? Not sure. Let me look that up for you. All right. Well, it, who's, who's Indepe- Independent of a pitcher. What who, are we looking what at? What team is it? What team is he going against tonight? Um, I believe. No, he don't get it tonight. I'll just save you some time. It's yeah. Washington. Wash? Are you kidding me? Washington Nationals. Nah. With Lannan on the mound, one and zero, with a five point four zero ERA. Nah, I don't see it. He'll probably walk him. I just, I just have a feeling he won't, he won't get it tonight. Just a feeling, just a gut feeling. No uh, science behind that. Just, a, just a feeling. Ten fifteen, AT and T Park in San Francisco. Barry Bonds is tied with Hank Aaron. The all-time home run record. How much does the new record ball go for? Seven fifty-six. Whoever catches it, how much is that ball? Is that ball worth over did, a million? What happened to the last ball, the time ball? Did did the guy decide what? He was I'm not do sure. I, I heard it. There was just a a scuffle and just some punches thrown, oh. and it was just brutal. How about seven fifty-six? Seven. Well, what's the what's what is everybody saying? I'm thinking seven fifty-six, maybe a mil. Two million? Ah, uh, not even two. I'd say somewhere between eight hundred and a million. Eight hundred and a million, maybe seven hundred fifty-six thousand. There you go, perfect. Bam. But Bud Selig, commissioner of Major League Baseball, will not be in attendance tonight. Hmm. 
that maybe that's why I had the feeling he wouldn't break it tonight. Selig headed home to Milwaukee on Sunday, likely to miss Barry's next three. And in my opinion, Barry's going to try to get it soon so he can go take a seat on that pine and relax for a minute. Bonds has 296 homers in San Francisco. 297 would do it, folks. Barry Bonds, I say, today or tomorrow, Barry Bonds, home run record holder. Want to email us here at Spartan Sports Rap? It's wdbmsports at gmail.com. wdbmsports at gmail.com. Also, our phones are wide open for the last just about three minutes here on the Spartan Sports Rap. 517-432-3893. Don't forget, coming up at the hour of eight is the Jazz Spectrum with Jeff Shoup. Tremendous jab, jazz show. The, I believe the East Lansing Jazz Festival just occurred, if I'm not mistaken. This past weekend? I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to get my date straight. I'm trying to keep up on arts. Old Town Jazz Festival. Old Town Jazz Old Festival. Town. It was the biggest one they've had in in, uh, in biggest attendance in several years. Too. Biggest attendance in several years. Yeah. Look at that spit knowledge on hey, jazz all, music. I'll try. J- Jeff Shoop and the Jazz Spectrum wow. coming up at the hour of eight. Don't forget Saturdays. Got to show some love to DJ Rad One. The cultural vibe, eight to eleven p.m. DJ Rad One spinning top forty. His own mixes, which are great. Top 40 music, little cultural vibe, 8 to 11 p.m. Saturday nights, DJ Rad 1. So, did you see that skateboarder at the X Games? No, I didn't, man. Unreal. I can't watch it because... Unreal. This, this, this kid goes airborne off of his skateboard like 40 feet in the air, lands sideways, shoes blow up off of his feet. Moments later, or a few minutes later... Walks off nearly under his own power, like nothing, like nothing. No right. broken bones. You got unbelievable. If you haven't seen this, you can't, you can't remember his name right offhand. I have never cringed more in my life when I saw that skateboard go go from underneath this guy's feet, and then to see his shoes explode upon landing. Are you kidding? It was unreal. Those. Are, that's why it's called the X Games. Those people are extreme. <laughs> Absolutely, I could not drink enough Mountain Dew to do that. Oh no, man, those guys ain't drinking Mountain no Dew. No way. Hey, how about this, Kevin Pack? These are just some quick points for our listeners. Kevin Jones, aka Pack Man. Yeah, not Kevin Jones. Inks, the Lions to, inks to wrestle for TNA. Total nonstop action wrestling. How pathetic is this? <laughs> it ranks somewhere down near the bottom. Somewhere near. Uh, hey, Rodman did it too. Carl Malone did it too. Somewhere near like men getting their tongue pierced. I don't know. Path- uh, that's in the, in the realm of that. He's got to make money. He's got to make money, I guess. How, how much money does total nonstop action wrestling have? Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, WWE may be multi-million dollar enterprise there. But TNA, total nonstop doesn't, action wrestling? Doesn't WWE own... No, I don't think they own part of this company here. So no, still, you know, it's publicity. I mean, you listen, you're the one... You're, uh, you just brought it up, so I mean, there you go. Hey, and I'm going to bring this up as well. It's the hour of eight. You're listening to WDBM East Lansing. More importantly, this has been the Spartan Sports Wrap. Alongside John, the Latino Mosquito Vargas, I'm Dan Duggar. Coming up at the hour of eight, it's Jeff Shoop and the Jazz Spectrum. Thanks for listening. Be with us every Monday, 7 to 8 p.m. right here on MSU Student Radio. You've been listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Tune in every week for more of the greatest sports information, news, and analysis. Here and only here on Impact 89FM.